Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics beat the 76ers 114-106. NBA preseason is here. The Celtics' vibes are high. This was, listen, it's just it's just fun having NBA basketball back at this point. Obviously, preseason does not mean much. Every year I come on here and I say that the score doesn't matter. The shooting percentages don't matter. Uh, the only thing that you can really take from most of these preseason games is cohesion between the teammates. It's shot selection. Uh, and it's kind of defensive schemes that they're throwing out there. Uh, tonight, it was kind of interesting. Uh, we didn't see a starting lineup with Drew Holiday. We actually saw a double big. Uh, with Al Horford, and if you recall, last podcast said that I definitely did not see that coming, Uh, but here we are. I don't know if that's simply because Drew Holiday has only been in Boston for a very short time. I think that might be the reason. We'll see how the rest of the preseason kind of runs out here, but overall, this was a fun one. I'm going to dive into this podcast. I'm not really going to break it up into two different sections. I'm not going to do the good and the bad I'm just going to kind of dive in. I'll talk about really the the high performers. I'll talk about some of the the new additions to this team. Uh and we'll just we'll just keep rolling here, but I'll start with player of the game. It's got to be Peyton Pritchard. My god, this was uh this was a fun game for Peyton Pritchard. Got 23 minutes today. Uh he signed a 4-year, 30 million dollar extension today. Super exciting news on that front. With Marcus Smart and Malcolm Brogdon being shipped out this offseason, the point guard depth shrunk by one, opening up the real possibility for Peyton Pritchard to step into a rotational role here. And with 23 minutes, he came out 26 points, two rebounds, four assists, a steal, only two turnovers, 9 of 14 from the field, 6 of 11 from three. This was Peyton Pritchard operating at just super high level, super high level. They're not really relying on him to go out and facilitate as much. But one of the things that Peyton Pritchard does really, really well is pushing the pace. Obviously, we see the three-point numbers. The guy can shoot. He'll go out. He'll hit 6 of 11. He'll shoot 40% from three, right? Obviously, that's even higher. That's over 50%. However, the part of Peyton Pritchard's game that I love the most is his ability to push the ball and get out in transition. When he gets in there, the entire energy level shifts, and I absolutely love that part of his game. Uh, We saw Peyton Pritchard play really well. We also saw Kristaps Porzingis play really, really well. 17 points, 5 rebounds, an assist, and a block uh, in this one. 5 of 7 from the field. Got to the free throw line, five of eight from the free throw line. Uh, So this is a really, really good addition here. You look at a lot of last season, there were really two guys that got to the free throw line at a pretty consistent rate, and it's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Porzingis 
is another guy. Five of eight. Got to the free throw line a bunch in this one. That is what the Celtics need. Give him the ball. Get someone down low. The, his ability to catch the ball in the post, make a move, get to the rim, unbelievable. Really solid overall game from him in this. Uh, he started the game off with a three. Had a nice transition block. Him and Al Horford, actually, met Tobias Harris at the rim in transition. Porzingis was credited with the block there. Uh, had a nice alley-oop from Derek White, but really just overall solid game. Like, this is what you want from a third star, right? Not to mention what we got from Drew Holiday. Uh, like, Drew Holiday in this one, shooting, not there. Right, and I talked about it at the very beginning of the podcast. You don't really look at shooting percentages. Uh, six points, five rebounds, and assists. Two steals, though, for Drew Holiday, and both of them, I believe, led to Jalen Brown transition buckets. JB in this one, really good. Struggled with the handle again early on in this one. However, nineteen points on seven of ten from the field. Four or five from the free throw line, three rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block. From a defensive standpoint, looked great. From an offensive standpoint, he continues to do what he does better than 99% of the NBA, and that's get out in transition. A lot of points in transition for Jalen Brown. In the, I want to say it was the second quarter. Uh, no, it must have been the third quarter. In the third quarter, there was a two-minute stretch where the Celtics outscored Philly by, like, 11, and Jalen Brown had nine of those points. So you look around, like, there are still moments where you get a lot of Jalen Brown kind of dominating. And in today's game, it really wasn't because he was out there searching for his shot. He wasn't trying to create a ton. He wasn't being over. He wasn't over-dribbling. A lot of the shots today that he took were in rhythm. Like he had a he had his one corner three, pick and pop from Jason Tatum, right? But then you got out in transition. He only took two threes in this one. This wasn't a game where he's going out and he's doing a bunch of pull ups. Like he went out, he was playing within the flow of the offense, and he looked real good. It's really hard to say that having added two you know, potential all-star players, right? Porzingis in the past, all-star. Drew Holiday in the past, all-star. Probably won't be an all-star here in Boston because uh, it's really hard to put in three all-stars. Possible, right? But with the addition of two all-star caliber players, you don't expect guys like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to increase their scoring numbers from the previous year. It's actually possible for Jalen Brown to increase his numbers strictly because of the way they play defense and push the ball. Again, this is preseason. I don't want to read too much into it. However, if you've got guys like Peyton Pritchard that are going to get more run because of the point guard depth, if you have guys like Drew Holiday on the defensive end, Derek White on the defensive end, getting those steals, pushing the pace, it opens up a world of opportunity for Jalen Brown. And you saw it tonight. He looks really good in transition. Uh, so overall, solid. Love that piece of the the puzzle for the Celtics. Derek White, solid game. Didn't do you know? Didn't do a crazy amount here. Seven points, four rebounds, two assists, a steal. Had his daily Derek White block. Love to see that coming back again. 
but overall, you look and from a from a starting lineup perspective, when those guys were on the court together, they looked solid. I think they looked better when Drew Holiday was out there and not Al Horford. Uh, but overall, I mean, listen, if you're getting this level of performance from Al Horford still, you're going to take that every day of the week. Right? Even Al Horford got to the line tonight. We actually saw some some pretty good sequences with Horford and Perzingis out there. Uh, and kind of doing that high-low big man, which, again, Celtics haven't had the ability to do in a very, very long time. So this was fun. Uh, but there were a lot of other guys stepping up and honestly making the Celtics look really good. Obviously, from the the bench, I talked about Peyton Pritchard. I talked about Drew Holiday. But guys like O'Shea Brissett, man, that guy is just fun to watch. Seven points. Uh, four rebounds and assists. Super, super high energy guy. Had a nice and one bucket from a hard Peyton Pritchard push and transition. Uh, had a nice, honestly, and one alley oop put back. Uh, well, I guess not an alley oop, but a nice and one put back. They ended up calling a foul on him. Uh, but really just electric energy glue guy. Like, really, the vibes are high with him. Uh, so it was really fun. And you've got guys like Ben. I thought he played pretty well out there. Five points, three rebounds. Guess uh, Lamar Stevens, solid, solid minutes. Only played the last five garbage time minutes. A plus 12, second on the team in plus minus. Kind of blew Philly out at the end there. Uh, but you look, solid game overall from him. The only guy that you look at, actually, I guess there's two. The only Two guys that you look at that got in, got good minutes tonight. Sam Hauser and Luke Carnett. They weren't good. Sam Hauser in this one, 23 minutes, 0 for 6 from 3. Overall, defensively, still had two steals. Looked fine out there. Defensively, he actually looked pretty good. And I know a lot of people want to give Sam Hauser and Peyton Pritchard crap for the defensive end. Uh, but frankly, both of them hold their own. Peyton Pritchard, certainly undersized, but his foot speed's there. His physicality's there. His hustle, his grit is there. It's really just size. Sure, he can get bodied a couple times here and there, but the guy is just smart defensively. Sam Hauser, I mean, he kind of got his footwork in too. They talked about that in the preseason, the uh, in the offseason as well. Like one of the things that Sam Hauser was working on this offseason was not to bite on so many up fakes, keep his feet calm. They call them happy feet, like always moving his feet out there, biting on fakes. He didn't really do that. Like defensively, he looked solid today. Again, the shot just wasn't falling. But take it back to what I said in the very beginning of the podcast. You can't really look at shooting percentages right now. You look at the shot quality, and you look at what guys are doing. And Sam Hauser is doing all the right things. Those shots will fall. We know he's a good shooter, right? So overall, from a from a vibes check standpoint, this is a fun game. Sure, Philly didn't have Harden. They didn't have them Embiid. Harden's probably going to get traded at this point anyway. Uh, but this is truly it doesn't it doesn't matter who you're playing at this point in the preseason. All it matters about is that you're doing the right things. And I think. The Celtics are doing a lot of the right things. 
there's still a couple questions. I'm kind of curious why we didn't see Gabriel or Queda, because I know every Celtics fan in the world is praising them at this point. Someone literally called Queda King Queda today, and the guy averaged, he played 14 games over a two-year span. So I don't think that I'm expecting a whole lot from him. Uh, but Gabriel Quaid, I mean, given the fact that Luke Cornett got 13 minutes out there and really just didn't look good, was a minus 12 in 13 minutes, had three turnovers as a guy that really doesn't touch the ball that much, uh, shouldn't really be the case, right? So I'm kind of surprised we didn't see Gabriel or Queda in this. Uh, but overall, again, it doesn't really matter. It's preseason. Preseason game one. Celtics continue their preseason tomorrow. Uh, they are playing the Knicks 730 at Madison Square Garden. And the Celtics are going to you know, look to further their cohesion, further their chemistry. Because right now, it's a, it's a position where we don't really have a ton of guys that have played together. right? Obviously, you've got Tatum, Horford, White, Jalen, but Porzingis. You've got Lamar Stevens, O'Shea Brissett. You've got Benton. You've got Drew Holiday. Right, all of these guys have not been on the team. Like there were a lot of changes this offseason, so there's a lot of time that the Celtics need to kind of invest in getting those guys acclimated to each other. Uh, so I would very much expect a lot of those guys to get at least somewhere in the realm of you know 15 to 25 minutes. I don't think they're going to go too much lower, and I don't think they're going to go too much higher. I think it's possible that Al Horford does not play uh, because it's a back-to-back. However, with it being preseason, I wouldn't mind seeing him get 10 minutes just from a cohesion standpoint, just from a chemistry standpoint. So we'll see what happens. But at this point, solid game from the Celtics. Again, it doesn't really matter that they won, although it's always nice beating Philly regardless of what the circumstances Uh, But here we are. But that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to join our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon.